and welcome to Shaken Not Noob, the podcast that keeps you up to date with all of the latest and greatest video game releases from two weeks ago. I am your up-to-date host, Fuzzy Dan, and joining me today is a man who has all his fingers and little toesies on the pulse of the video game nation. It's Mr. Doody Dutrum. How are we today, sir? Hello, how are you? I'm well. <laughs> you, you, we, you may be, uh, be two weeks late with games, but I am this week current, baby. Ah, see, you're all over it. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep on top of that sweet YouTube. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, well, look, let's get straight into it. Uh, we do have a couple of uh, pieces of news today. Our first cap off the rank is the PS Plus games for August have been announced. Um, and I'm just going to say, well, the second piece of news also follows into it. It's the Xbox games uh, announced for August as well. I think both of these these companies have given up at the moment uh, because these releases are terrible. Um, first off, PS Plus has Call of Duty uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. It's the remastered edition of the campaign. Uh, so mm-hmm. whoop-de-doo, Basil. Uh, and a game called Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, which kind of looks like a... Uh, like a stupid Smash Bros thing, but worse, um, with cuddly penguins and pigeons and meh. Uh, so there's yeah. that. <laughs> now, wait for it, because uh, Games with Gold is not to be outdone in the shit games front. Um, they've gone with an Xbox, uh, uh, like an original Xbox title, MX Unleashed, which is uh, motocross bikes. Uh, they've got Red Faction 2, uh, which looks and plays much worse than you thought it would. Um, Override, uh, Mech City Brawl, which is a Smash Bros um, clone with, like, robots. Um, and Portal Knights. So, you know, get get your hands together in some mild excitement for a bunch of shit games. <laughs> I thought Red Faction 2 was the good Red I Faction. I don't know what... Well, yes, but, I mean, it's like a bazillion years old, and it's like it's not even like an up-to-date version. It is literally the, you know, the original version from the original Xbox. It's, yeah. It, yeah, it's it's okay, it's it's an okay game. The the best part about Red Faction games was the destructible environments. Obviously, clearly one of the cool things in those games that made it really awesome. Um, I loved. I can't remember which edition it was, but there was one where you got like a giant hammer and you could go around smashing the buildings up and stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. And they did like a, a remastered edition a few years ago, didn't they? A remastered edition because it was on Mars. Ah, uh, oh, that's right. It was too. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's the one. But look, I, I had a lot of fun with the with the Red Faction stuff. But, yeah, I mean, give us, like, I think Gorilla was the last one that they released. Um, yeah, that's end of right? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's Red Faction 2 from the original Xbox. Not very exciting. So there you go. Some big wet blankets uh, from the uh, the free games for this month. Um, yeah, any any exciting titles in their duty that would even remotely interest you? Nope. <laughs> not at all <laughs> that's the response i wanted uh, thank you very much um but like we we talked about last week um we we talked about games pass and some of the stuff that was coming out after the xbox conference uh grounded has already come out um yes. and we also had um uh, carrion come out as it which is a game that you an indie game that you were excited about as well um, yeah, yeah so, so I'll be both of those at- games have come out yeah so i'll be taking a look at grounded uh for next week's video on my YouTube channel, yeah, uh, and I'm already I've already teed up some uh, cooperative capture time uh, or 
today for those of you listening with uh, Mr. Johnson. So you'll be able to see him and I get up to all sorts of crazy antics as we get shrunk in the backyard. The game is rated MA as well. Interesting. Yeah, like it seems like a PG to M game and then it comes up rated MA and I'm like, Jesus Christ, all right, is there like dismemberment and blood and shit? That'd be fucking rad. Could possibly be. Um, it looks like it's the. Uh, it was a bit hard case, so I, d- I don't know if it's going to be. Yeah, I, I have no idea what that would be an MA rating. Like, it looks like it should be fun for everybody, but, you know, survival game in the backyard. I assume people must get eaten in very grotesque ways by lots of insects, so could be interesting. One can only hope. One can only hope. Um, so there we go. So those are the games that are available now on those platforms. Um, games Pass, again, looks like it's the one to beat at the moment. They just keep releasing new games, new titles that come out for, you know, cost you 30 bucks to buy and you can play it on that service that you, you know, for 15 bucks a month. So why go anywhere else? Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Moving on uh, to the final piece of news this week that I wanted to talk about, Konami. The uh, very popular games company um, is now getting, uh, got themselves into PC game development. Um, so they are now developing their own range of PCs. Um, they, oh, wow. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So they, they are called Arspear PCs. Um, so it's spelled A-R-E-S-P-E-A-R. Arspear. Um, that's not going to be made fun of at all. Um, so <laughs> they've announced three different models of their Arspear um, range, uh, mm-hmm. which uh, so there's a C300, C700, and a C700 Plus. We're talking a lot of money for these things. Um, so it's probably going to be around about, I think the entry level is going to be about three grand, um, and then going up to about five to six grand for their top level stuff. Um, they look kind of cool in the in the way that the um, the new Alienware PCs look kind of cool. Um, oh yep. But yeah, so that's uh, that's their range coming out. They they sound like they're they're fairly like fairly intense boxes. Um, they are kind of they're not ones for tinkerers. So it's not that like if you want to you know buy your own pieces and put your own stuff in there, it's probably not the thing for you. It is really sort of boxed in a way that it's just going to be that and the only space that you have is what they provide you with um but i yeah. think they're going to they're looking at some fairly intense high level graphicking stuff at uh, at the entry level as well um so we're talking you know the proper 60 fps 1080p all that stuff for your entry level range for pretty much everything on the market at the moment so it, it's it's pretty cool yeah, I do find computer gaming, uh, well, not compu- uh, computer gaming, more easily and more accessible than console gaming. But also, like the the, the background to it in regards, to, oh, you got to you know fucking upgrade this and upgrade that, and you buy a new motherboard. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just gonna let someone else do it for me. Yeah, and that's I think that these are the kind of PCs for it. It's uh, similar to Alienware, like Alienware at least I think uh, with their new range as well. They're allowing there's a bunch of easy access things that you can just like slot in different pieces to the machine. So it's it's pretty yeah. cool. It allows you to actually upgrade these boxes that Konami are coming out with. Look literally like that's it. Like you are given this particular piece of machinery, and if you want to upgrade, you're going to need to buy a new case or something else. So 
Yeah, if you're looking to, if you're somebody that likes to add new bits and pieces, wants to add a bunch of storage and all the rest of it, probably not the stuff for you. But um, like duty, if you're in a in a position where you just want to buy a kit and not have to worry about it, this is probably a really good range to get into. Um, so yeah, again, the uh, the really strangely named Ars Spear um, range is coming out in September from Konami. Interesting because they like, I mean, Konami we know from games, right? Um, now they're going into the hardware market, which is bizarre. I don't know. Yeah, it's quite interesting, yeah. I don't know. Either way, uh, we will see some stuff from Konami anyway. Um, moving right along, Dirty, we have a sponsor. We do. Who are they? Are you there, Dirty? Yes. Um, All right, so we have a sponsor. They are Culture Shock Collectibles. Can you tell us about Culture Shock Collectibles? uh, Culture Shock Collectibles are your and also my leading collectible store. Not your meaning yours, Fuzzy, because Fuzzy doesn't collect anything, but you're the listener, you Kermit, you Ray, you whoever you are listening at home alone. Culture Shock Collectibles is the place to listen to listen uh, the place to buy essentially all of your pop culture needs. Um, you can find Funko Pops, you can find Hot Toys, you can find basically everything in between, uh, such as I've just ordered a brand new uh, Power Rangers Dragon Dagger, which looks fucking sick, uh, as well as on top of that, I have, I'm sort of teetering about ordering a, a Magneto 1-6 scale figure, um, and I'm trying to convince the wife whether I should get it or not, but she says no. <laughs> why you don't want magneto in the house what's wrong i mean come on <laughs> yeah exactly it's uh it's it's very tempting but um it's it's she's she said if i start an x-men collection i have to completely remove one existing collection and mm. it's the good guy star wars bad guy star wars or my marvel avengers and the x-men do not fit into that because they're in their sort of you know 90s campy outfits and all that sort of shit Okay, fair enough. I mean, if you've got a home aesthetic going on, that is completely fine. I can understand that. Um, but yes, I mean, maybe you just need new new rooms in the house, mate. One dedicated specifically for X-Menning. Oh, that's, that's, that was my thought, but apparently not. <laughs> oh, well, larger house. That's what the, what the key is. Um, but yes, I think we... Are we going to go halves on one of these Princess Leia and Wicket uh, like no, sets? No, we're not. You are getting it. You said you were going to get it. You I have to want, get it. Don't, see, look, I said an Ewok thing, right? But this is not you an Ewok said thing. You I is, will get it. This we is a Princess tape. Leia set with an Ewok. Now... I want an Ewok where he's drumming on, like, Stormtrooper helmets. That's totally fine. Um, also barbecuing these Stormtroopers in the background. Totally fine. Uh, but I do not need the Princess Leia thing. I'm completely uninterested in that. It's like buying half of the thing. If someone wants to go halves on that particular toy with me, I will get it for you. Um, but yes. I already have a Princess Leia, so I'm all good. <laughs> there is also that awesome uh, the Jawa and the EG-6 power droid. Did you see that one? I mean, they, you could get them. I mean, you, yes, it, it is a small collect, small Star Wars creature that may or may not be furry under its hood. Yes, um, <laughs> I, see, I, I also need the egg that they eat, the hairy egg. That would be great. You need one of those as well. But uh, yes, they've got a it's a Cadbury ja- cream egg. <laughs> it's a Jawa and a Gonk droid, so um, it's pretty cool. Um, yes, so you can get all those now. They're available right now from CultureShockCollectibles.com, your number one stop for all of your nerdy collectible needs. Yes. 
Yes, we're going to get into some reviews though, mate. Um, first cap off the rank that I want to talk about is a review of a game. It's, well, look, it's a very first off, hand, first hands-on game review of a game that I'm playing right now that I'm in the middle of reviewing. I just want it's more of a public service announcement than it is a review. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So there is a game out at the moment called Skater XL. Now, if you haven't heard of Skater XL, it has been around on PC for a while. It is a skateboarding game, um, which is in the. Uh, I suppose there, there was a game called Skate that came out. That was uh, a franchise. It was, was an EA game. Yeah. Yeah, which was sort of semi-popular for a while after Tony Hawk's dropped off the radar. Skater XL sort of picked up where that left off. I'm just going to say right now, uh, like, Skater XL is like, it's the equivalent of going out and ordering, like, a jam donut, right? But instead of yes. jam as the, this creamy, delicious jam in the middle, um, you get, like, a, a a bunch of spiders or something. It's just not what you expect. Um, it tastes gross, it's crunchy, and it's just, uh, it's just weird. It's... They have taken all of the fun and deliciousness out of skateboarding and made it stupid. It's just... Ah, like I, I, I did see it, and I have heard some people are absolutely loving it as well as a sort of continuation to the skate series or something to f- sort of fill the void for skate to come. Yes. And I understand that each thumbstick would control a different foot. Yes, that is correct. Um, the, it is a little bit finicky, some of the controls. So um, I, I don't know. Um, like they're a bit sensitive, and there's no way to actually turn down the sensitivity of your um, your sticks. So yep. how they've set that up, I, I I do not know. But there is like literally two settings that you can adjust, and none of them are any good. Um, it's uh, there is maybe like half a dozen different environments that you can go to um, to skate around. They're all as bland as each other. Um, <laughs> the skating is no fun. You will uh, you fall off for no reason. And there's all sorts of stuff like you skate around in like streets and stuff like that as well. Um, like curbs, will, will you'll you'll hit curbs and you'll just fall over. And it's just this really shitty ragdoll physics. And there's no real impact or anything like that. It's just man, I've fallen off. Oh no, he's fallen over. It's <laughs> it's just so lame. It's like yeah, this has been out for a while on PC, and I know on PC that it got like really good reviews. So it's, yeah, early uh, access on PC. Yeah, yeah, it's been around for a very very long time, and um, I think probably about two years. But yeah, it's just I think what people are seeing now is. I don't know if it's a different product to the PC. I've looked at some of the PC footage um, and just watching, like, while I've been writing this review, looking at the videos of this, this stuff that's going on the PC, I'm like, that's exactly the same experience I'm having, but people are really loving it. And I'm I'm not sure if they're being paid a lot of money to say nice things um, or what the problem is, but the transition from PC to, uh, to console is not good. It is not a good quality game. It is just... Uh, it's just not fun. Like, and that's really hard to say about a skateboarding game, right? Like, skateboarding games are supposed to be fun. There's a lot of freedom, rebellion. There's supposed to be really awesome music and all sorts of stuff. And it's supposed to be this really cultural thing. And it's just not. It's just... It's a bland Brussels sprout of a game. It's... Uh, I don't know, man. 
Do you I, think it has any bones or structure or potential to to sort of grow up from there, or is it almost absolutely not? Um, it's, wow. Yeah, like okay, so basically every single level, right? There are no objectives within the game. There's no like you know with Tony Hawk's there was always a timer, right? You had a timer that you could go on with, and um, you basically had objectives that you could go to and do all of these things. And within that spectrum of the game, it was really fun. Skater XL is like an open world thing. So they put you within a specific environment and they say, just do whatever. And there's no rules or guidance. You can do like specific tricks. They have like challenges for each of the stage and it's like, do a kickflip. Okay, cool. And then you have to manually reselect the next one. It's like, okay, now do a, do a nolly and do this. And do and it's just, that's it. It's just one trick, one hit and you're done. It's so, so boring. It is the most boring way to enjoy an exciting, you know, exciting sport that I could possibly think of. Like, I don't know how you can take the fun out of skateboarding, but Skater XL has managed to do it. Um, I so. mean, that's that's an achievement on itself, I guess. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. I, I'm looking through the reviews on this one, right, and uh, on the, the Steam website, and it is a 90% positive from user reviews. Um, and yeah, it's, it's rated nine out of 10 from nearly 7,000 reviews, which I do not get. Um, yeah, I, I honestly, I've seen, starting to see like dribs and drabs of reviews that are coming through now and people are saying, nope, 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 nope. So I don't know what happened with the PC to the, uh, the PlayStation, but yeah, it is not worth getting. Um, so if you are in the market for a skating game, uh, if you are looking for something that's a little bit of fun and that will tide you over until Tony Hawk's, um, just wait. <laughs> Literally just wait. Don't buy anything. Don't do anything. Just wait. Well, I, I did see it and people at work have asked me like, oh, are you going to take a look at Skater XL? And I'm like, uh, I'm going to do Grounded next. That looks like more of a cooperative fun sort of thing where this looks like it's Sort of like those games that are released like maybe a day or two, or not a day or two, but maybe a couple months too early. Um, but but that's I the thing, right? This game has yeah. been in development and and on PC for for forever. Like they've had enough mm. chance to actually do something about it, but they haven't. And it's just there's nothing to it. It's just this bland openness to it that you just uh, I don't know what like what this game is supposed to be about. It's, um, yeah, it's really, really not there. And I know that we got, um, I got a review copy of this game on the day of release. So when you get those review copies really late, you know that there's something not quite right about it and I can see what it is. So, yes. Unfortunately, uh, yeah, there, it's, it's kind of like, um, Assetto Corsa, uh, um, Competizione, they, like, as far as, like, a sim game, like, it's, it's that compared to when, when we looked at, like, F1 2020, right? Mm. <laughs> like, this, this really hardcore sim that people really love and they think is great, but then you compare it to other sims that are more accessible and actually fun to play and give you objectives and personality, like, it's that kind of transition, like this, that that's what this is. Skater XL is to say a Tony Hawk's. There's no, like Tony Hawk's oozes personality and and style, and it creates a culture. This is just borrowing all of its goodwill from other games and doesn't do anything with it. Does so, it at least have like a good soundtrack or anything? At least, absolutely not. Um, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, and that's one of the things, right? Like, it's like soundtrack was always a massive thing for Tony Hawk's games. Um, like this one, it it's just so. 
it's hipster bland um, is what I would um, I would put it as. So here we go. So they have a soundtrack that includes Modest Mouse, Getter, Inter- and Interpol. And it sounds like it would be okay. Uh, here we go. Um, Band of Horses, Future Islands, Animal Collective, Silver Sun Pickups. It sounds like there's a lot of good music in there. And it is incorrect. It is the most boring elevator music I've ever heard of in my entire life. I'm so bored listening to this stuff. It's like I actually just put on podcasts to listen while I'm doing it. It's so just nothing um so yes bring me back because i know um actually tony hawks announced a bunch of different um artists for their new series um and i can't remember who it was but i know sublime's coming back for it um i know they've got the uh, the dead kennedys i think they've got here we go i'm just having a look at the list now um here we go here we go uh, a tribe called quest um, they've got uh, Tyrone Briggs, Less Than Jake's, Built Milk, Machine Gun Kelly, Sublime, Dick Kennedy's Goldfinger, Papa Roach. Like, they've got Suicidal Tendencies, Rage Against the Machine, The Vandals, Real Big Fish, all good of the... musicians. <laughs> well, not good musicians, but more known musicians. They are all, all known musicians. Uh, they've got the Ataris in here. Man, they've got all of the stuff that's uh, Anthrax, Bad Religion. Fuck, man, that's huge. It's all of the stuff from the original two games plus some new stuff. That's good music. That's the stuff you want to listen to. Skater music, not this fucking washed out hipster crap. Um, so, sorry. I, I just, like, there's stuff in this Skater XL game that just doesn't feel right. They didn't hit the mark. It is, they're trying to create their own little thing and they've just made it a bland experience for everybody. It just, yeah, it's exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, for anyone who doesn't know, we, we do these the, uh, written reviews for a, a written publication and we have to make it sound really good. So even if the games are bad, um, we have to make them sound like they're a little bit okay. And I'm having the hardest time selling this one. Ah. <laughs> uh. Well, I'm uh, I'm happy uh, that for for some of these games they just flat out hit at you. Oh, mate, yeah. Uh, look, I'm glad that I can at least air this out of like get this off my chest before I go back and finalise my you know nice written review. Um, <laughs> I'm airing all of my grievances right now. This is like <laughs> festivist for Skater XL. Um, yes, I'm just airing my grievances. Um, yeah, so if you're in the market, as I said, if for a good skating game, don't bother. Like, honestly, don't bother. I don't think you'll have fun with this. It is a it is a hardcore skater simulation that just adds no fun to the experience, and I think um, Tony Hawk's will be the one to be worth waiting for. Or Skate 4, whenever that's released. Yes. I mean, even Skate 4. Like, Skate 4 is more of that simulated experience as well. Um, but I would suggest that it's at least fun and they have a lot more personality to it. So, yeah, Skater XL is none of those things. Both Skate and Tony Hawk's are much better series. Mm. There we go. There we have it. Now, Mr. Dutrum, you've been uh, playing something this week. I have, and uh, I am going to flat out say it. It's the best remade game this year flat out hands down we've had a couple of fucking good ones this year yes we have Uh, and it is the 2005 uh, cult classic video game destroy all humans has now got a 2020 remake it looks beautiful as fuck and it is available now at all you know all gaming retailers and on all online stores um it is a set in a 
retro 50s alien Roswell-esque uh, or timelined world mm-hmm. um, where you play as an alien called Crypto 137 uh, who is essentially part of this alien empire called the Furon Empire where every alien is cloned from themselves um, F- uh, Crypto 136 uh, was flying over Roswell uh, his uh, flying saucer got knocked down and he got captured and you play as uh, Crypto 137 and your job is to simply find out what happened to him and uh, gather brain stems for research for lack of a better word um, sure. and it's just this this over-the-top arcade it's it's 2005 gameplay but it's this over-the-top arcade um chaotic sort of pseudo open world game where you can um disguise yourself as other humans sort of very men in blacky by covering yourself in a hologram and and pretending to be human sort of like uh, like mars attacks uh or you can just flat up get into your flying saucer and start doing you know shooting death beams out of your saucer into buildings and making them explode and causing chaos and havoc and you know very independence day levels of chaos um it's a it's it is a 2005 game that has been remastered the the voice acting and the the uh, dialogue so the writing is fucking fantastic i you you launch this game up and you'll be losing your shit within the first, you know, five to ten minutes. And they've even gotten famous voice actors like the guy who does the voice of Invader Zim to do the the sort of the head of the Furon Empire pox. And it's fucking fantastic because every time you go into a mission, it's basically Invader Zim speaking the exact same way in his sort of over-the-top forebodingness to you as the character of Crypto okay, telling yeah. you what to do. That sounds um, good. <laughs> yeah, and the, the the first level is very sort of straightforward. This is how you use your abilities and you sort of, you, you, you know, being a stupid alien, you come to Earth thinking that the inhabitants are cows and then you start sort of abducting cows and making cows explode and all that sort of stuff. And then after a while, like, redneck farmers will come out and then you, you know, use your starting weapons, which is like a zapping gun that will fry them and knock them to the ground, and then you extract their brains from their bodies that will give you currency to upgrade your shit. Um, and then after that, it's like, oh, they've called in the cops, there's too many of them. Get in your flying saucer and just fuck them up. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll you'll sort of see redneck farmers with their shotguns just trying to shoot you, you know, flailantly in the air and all this sort of stuff. Um, but it is, it is a sort of a pseudo-open world. So if you played uh, earlier this year the Dragon Ball Z Kakarot game, how there's little hub areas that are open world, sure. but you can't do like a Grand Theft Auto massive open world. You go from hub area to hub area. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. and so it's, it's kind of like microcosms that you go into, but it's sort of... Yeah. Oh, yeah. You've got open... You've got objectives within those spaces, but you, know, you can approach it however you'd like. Yeah, so there there is two different sort of ways of playing. There is just sort of explore mode where you can just do whatever the fuck you want in the hub area. Um, but the missions you have to do in those hub areas, you can't necessarily tackle them whichever way you want. So some of them uh, will be, you know, go onto the roofs and change the TV aerials to point towards the mothership so then you can start broadcasting down subliminal messages into their television boxes. Um, and you have to do that without being seen. Or you have to do that, you know, as a... In any human disguise, and some of them will be going to an army military base, find the, find whatever they're doing in there, and get out without being seen. So you'll need to, a lot of the time, it's a bit of stealth. You need to make yourself look like a human. So you'll s- sort of scan a human, and then they'll sort of disappear into the ether. They'll freeze and turn invisible so no one can see them, and you'll take on their form. Um, and to maintain that form, you'll need to constantly, not constantly, but every... 30 seconds or so you need to read the minds of humans around you to sort of keep up the hologram otherwise it will start to fade and flicker um and reading people's minds is fucking hilarious because it's 
it's the most crudest 2005 50s retro dialogue that you can think of like oh boy i can't believe that mistake i did when i took down you know took home a prom queen instead of my wife oh gee golly me or it's like the two best words in the english dictionary (laughs) stocks and tupperware and it's just all this sort of stupid 50s dialogue yeah um there's even one level where you need to disguise yourself as the mayor of the town and address the town folk that everything is fine and you know everything's normal and it's very much the simpsons when you know, kang and kodos are the presidents and you actually get to choose the dialogue options that come up it's like hey can you explain these cows that have exploded it's like i can tell you who did it it's those red communists yep we got to flush out the red of america and we got to make it good again it's like um what happened to this town Ah, uh, that those towns, you know, we're smarter than they are. They're telling you that they blew up, but they actually didn't because we're smart and they're dumb. And it's like, yeah, he's right. Or you can just flat up go, yeah, I'm an alien. And then you can just sort of, you know, Mars attacks and pull out a disintegrator and just turn everyone into skeletons and shit. See, that's that, um, that was always my experience with this game. It, it was sold very much as like Mars attacks, but video game form. And that's totally fine. Who doesn't love Mars Attacks? What a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> it is It is. De- it is definitely that by just looking at the gameplay, going, oh, yeah, you're an alien, you're shooting people, whoop-de-fucking-do. Yeah. But the comedy and the writing and the story and the script and everything involved is fantastic. It's, it's very Deadpool-esque. It's very on the nose with a lot of its things that will just make you flat up lose your shit. Um, like all sort of sub-open world games, there's sort of a wanted level meter, but it's more of an attention level. Um, if you're running around as crypto without a disguise on, uh, civilians will run to the authorities and you can either kill them, you can hologram yourself as them, which freezes them anyways, or you can actually blank, you can actually sort of neuralize their minds so they just forget about what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's cops, then the army comes in and then above the army is basically the men in black. Yeah. Um, and they've got, you know, over the top weapons and, you know, they drive the, you know, the Ford escorts and clearly mm-hmm. they're in black suits and they've got all these abilities that cancel out your abilities. So they'll, they'll have ones that if you're dressed in a hologram and you walk past a guy in the men in black the hologram will start fading really quick and you won't be able to scan minds if you're within the field of the men in black sort of character models yeah you won't be able to scan on other people's minds to keep your hologram up okay um they'll put out emp bombs that completely disable everything you do it's it's a fantastic sort of over-the-top fun game but it's a hundred percent not suitable for kids not even really for kids to watch or look at um not to say that it's over the top and graphic and violent and swearing and stuff like that but it's the second level of the game you go to this carnival in the in the middle of the of this you know rural american town and there's one of those traditional makeout points and the cars are just bouncing and creaking and you can tell what's going on in the cars and all the windows are fogged up and they, and they sort of there's a lot of adult themes in it that I think is what makes it more unsuitable than the you know, disintegrating people into fucking skeleton bones or you can fire an anal probe into targets and you actually rip their brain out of their ass and their head disappears. Mm. Um, <laughs> but it's not graphic. It's all like uh, splatoon pop sort of, if that makes sense. Like when people's heads explode, you know, there's no blood everywhere. It's just that like splatoon colored pop and there's like alien goo everywhere. And okay. Yeah, it's... It's, it's comical, but there's still like some yeah. adult supervision required, I suppose. The supervision's all with the dialogue and the. It's sort of like The Simpsons, but imagine all of those like adult jokes you get now, but yeah. you fucking amp them up to the point where yeah, no one can avoid that joke. Yeah. Um, but it's it's still loads and loads of fun. Um, the graphically, it's fantastic. I haven't had any issues with it in regards to you know, 
game destroying, oh, not game destroying bugs, but any loadouts or any, you know, characters okay. popping in halfway through. I've had the, a snippet of a sort of, there's a cutscene playing and then their face renders in or like the details render in on their heads or something. Yeah. Um, but that's really about it. And the only other one I had was I was trying to find a creative way to kill a scientist and I dropped like this big hanging container on them. I missed with the container, but they just walked into it while it was already on the ground and they just died <laughs> rather than like going, oh, what's this? Or they just like flat, fell over and died. <laughs> okay. That's, so it's that's a little, a small... there's some little stupid things about it, but it's not, it's yeah. not overly game breaking or experience destroying. Nah. No, and, and, and each sort of level is via the campaign. It's a 2005 game, so it's not overly long. It's maybe about a six-hour game. Sure. Um, and if you are a more experienced gamer, I'll say, some missions can take about five minutes. Ooh, It'll be like, experience. find out where this person... <laughs> if, if you're playing it for the you know the first time, and you, not for the first time, but if you don't play many video games and you don't pick up controls real quick... Some missions will take you, yeah, 15, 20 minutes to sort of get the rhythm of it. But as soon as you got the rhythm of it, some missions will take five minutes. Like, find where this person is. Easy. I'll make myself a hologram. I'll walk around scanning brains until I find the person I'm looking for. I found them. Done. Mission's done. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it's it's this over-the-top fun arcade game. It's it's. I think it would work really well for the Switch. Yeah. Um, and the, the sort of the, the flying saucer combat is fantastic because it's very Independence Day, Mars Attacks. You know, you can destroy anything in the in the world um buildings blow up and they, they'll level out you can pick up tanks with telekinesis and throw them around it's telekinesis um, the, only Carl. <laughs> <laughs> the only weakness that uh, that crypto has besides you know being shot at is water um so if you walk into a lake or a river or something like that your shields will drop real okay. quick and yeah. then you'll die um, but other than that it's it's this it's this 2005 game that's been remastered that's buttload of fun and honestly i think it's it's probably going to be my remake of the year it's going to it's beating out resident evil 3 pretty easily spongebob is still fantastic game but this is still this is like on par with sponge this is an adult version of spongebob mm-hmm. so if you've got little fuzzy and, and he's playing or you've got little kids and they're playing spongebob and you want something like that but a little bit more comedically adult then shit yeah go for this man this is this is a five out of five for me it's a fantastic game excellent well there you go um, so that's five of the year. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so that is available now on pretty much everything now, right? It's, it's gone out across all platforms. Uh, it's not on the Switch, so, but it is, yeah, on PC, uh, PlayStation, and Xbox. Uh, it's about 40 50 bucks. so it's, it's not overly an, an expensive game, mm. but it's just comedic gold. Like, the dialogue <laughs> in it is fucking hilarious. Ah, that's cool. I love it. Mm. All right, well, there, check that one out. Um, Destroy All Humans out now. Um, now, yes. now, finally, to talk about a game that uh, I wanted to talk about last week but did not get a chance, I do want to re- reiterate some of the awesomeness that's coming out um, with Ghost of Tsushima. Um, it is on track to be one of my favourite games this year. Um, mm. Now, we d- I did touch on it briefly and I did tell everybody to go out and get it and I hope you have and I hope you are playing it. Um, I have gone through and finished it now, um, and I well, I finished the main story and done, I'd say seventy five percent of all of the other things around it, and I have put in some serious hours into uh, to getting it to that point. This game is so full 
Um, it is so wonderful to play through. Uh, there are a number of different ways that you can play through. I've actually gone through and done uh, done the game with the traditional Japanese language um, uh, when they. they I think that's the only way to play that. Well, absolutely. You can you can do it when your characters are speaking English. Um, I've done it with their speaking Japanese, but you have English subtitles. Um, you can do a whole bunch of different things, and they like. But that is. It's just such an uh, like it feels more authentic for me to play the game that way, um, and the experience of playing it that way is really fun. Um, you do have to pay obviously a lot more attention because you're watching all of the cutscenes, and there are a number of them. There's a very rich and deep story to follow, and I don't think you can play a game like this without being uh, immersed in the story. There's some other games where you go, oh yeah, I'll just get past these things; they're unimportant. Let's just get to the big stuff. This one, you really want to pay attention to those because there is a lot of things going on all over the place there's you know it's it's the story of this character who's like he's finding himself like he has an idea about what he should be um Mm. but he doesn't quite know you know practically how that applies and you know he's he's been raised to be a samurai and there's all this honor and glory and 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 the rest of it and he has to do these things that he has to do to maintain that um but then in order to like essentially survive and you know save his country from these invaders he has to break the rules and it's about that moralizing about you know when do you make those decisions you know how do you play the game in in such a way that you don't feel like you're abandoning all of the principles that they hold up as a samurai um, when it gives you all of these tools to play these other ways it's very very interesting and so you find yourself like actually changing the way you play based on the outcome of the story and it's just it's really interesting um there's like a bunch of customization within the game. The combat is is phenomenal. It is just it's so much fun. It it's very much like this sort of popcorn movie experience of the of like Japanese cinema and samurai cinema itself. But it, it really is like you don't mind it. You that's what you want to experience. It's all of the good things at once. Um, I have heard um, I've got a, a, a mate playing this as well. Yeah. Um, and he's saying it's very 2000. It feels like a game from 2007. Apparently, the camera is a bit fucked, like the actual the movement oh, of the camera and stuff. How, how are you finding that? I'm not finding the camera a massive issue, but there are there are a number of problems in in this game that you know I kind of I, I would like to point out. Like there is a lot of people lining up to suck this game's dick because it is so you know they're like oh it's amazing it's the best thing i've ever seen i'm like it's very very good but there are a lot of issues in here um there's a lot of graphical like tweaks that don't quite work sometimes you grab a ledge or something like that to pull yourself up and you're kind of like hoisting yourself up in air and you know it's so it does it does some of these these weird sort of mechanics within the game that don't quite interact the right way um they've pretty much gave up on anything to do with water um so like any of the like effects from like running through water or that or you get this sort of white splash out of the water but the actual water itself doesn't move so there's just weird things that kind of happen throughout that um they're just little graphical glitches there's little things within the game that don't quite work um the lip syncing as well um within when you go to the traditional japanese uh, speaking uh the traditional japanese language 
it's all synced to the English language, so they don't actually have lips uh, lip syncing for the Japanese uh, speech. It's synced to the English, which is really bizarre. So, ah, oh, right, okay, yeah. So you, I'm watching the these mouths move, and they're all you can tell by the words that are coming out the English words that that's what they're trying to. They're they're actually just syncing the um, the English language, which is a bit disappointing. Um, there's some stuff within cutscenes that don't quite work as well, and yeah, it just little things along the way that don't again don't uh, are not game breaking experiences but i look at that and i go they've made such a beautiful game in all other aspects and there's some amazing stuff that they do with lighting um so lots of stuff to do with sunrise sunset uh, moonrise moonfall that kind of thing like it's all it's all very much uh very cinematic in the way that they set that up um but there are some things that they've had to sacrifice to make those things stand out so much. Um, so, look, I, I th- I'm, I'm having a really good time with this game. I think it is definitely one of my games of this year. Um, definitely in the top three games I've played so far this year. Like, it's, it's, it's very, very good. Um, I would... <sighs> as far as the score goes, I'm, I'm going to give this one a, uh, a 4.5. Um, but Ooh. you know how I, I gave I gave The Last of Us a four point five as well, but that was like a four point five push and a five. This is a four point yeah. five pu- uh, bringing down to a four, but it's, it's not quite a four. It's 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 still a really really good game, but it's just in that that sort of middle middle ground. So I think it's it's a four point five, but pushing down. If I had to compare the two, I would say The Last of Us two was was a, a better game all round. Um, this is like what they've done with this game, though. It's so good. It's 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 an amazing experience, and I would highly recommend it for anyone who has a passing interest in uh, Japanese culture, samurai movies, um, anything to do with action. Like the combat and the sword fighting in this game is incredible, um, and there is a very deep and rich story here. So there is a lot to like, but that is tempered with some of the stuff that can mar the experience for other people as well. Is there any? Uh, are you playing? I'm not overly familiar with it. A lot of people sure. have told me you got to get it, you got to play it, you got to do a video on it. Um, but is there any? Are you playing as a set particular character, or are you, uh, are you able to choose the sex? Are you able to customize? You know, yeah, hair no. or this or that or anything like that. <laughs> so, so yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, so you are the you are one character. So you're just playing as this one character. Um, but yep. you do get to customize a lot of stuff about them. So you can customize. So it's all about um, the armor that you wear. So the armor sets that you wear you get to upgrade those there's a lot of rpg elements involved with that um you get to wear different helmets or hats or headbands you collect different pieces from around the world and you upgrade and do special missions to get different gear so it's all about really about gear and how that looks on you but there are some really amazing looks that you can get um, the other thing as well that you can do is like every time you like you get an armor set and you can specifically upgrade it and every time you upgrade it to get better stats, um, you obviously get, you know, it, it changes the look and feel of it. But you can alter the feel as uh, the, the look of it so that it's, it looks at a particular level, but the stats are at the maxed out level. So that's really good. So it gives you the option to actually, hey, I really liked the look of the earlier upgrade and you can sort of downgrade the look, but still keep those ups- upscaled stats. And I've had a lot of fun doing that. There's some amazing um, gear that you can wear um, throughout the game and find throughout the world. And it just, it really, 
it really enriches the experience as well because you can go, right, if I'm going to play in a particular way, I'll use this stealth armor set. And then when I've got to fight in combat, I can quickly change that over and, and do something that's better for a combat environment. So, okay. yeah, there's, there's a lot of cool stuff within it. Um, you, you kind of, you are very forced down a pathway of a story. So there's not a lot of leeway to branch off and get different results. It's very much a, this is the story that you are following in and experiencing. So it's a little bit feels while it's an open world environment, you can pick and choose when you engage in that story. It's very much rails once you're in, once you're on those storylines. All right. Yeah. So it's, it's not, it's, you are playing as a character, but it's, it's a little bit, let's say like Jedi Fallen Order. There are customization options, but not customization options. Very much creating so. the character. Yeah. Look, yeah. I, I would, I would put this in the, the same category, like the, the combat of Fallen Order, very similar. Um, there's different stances that you can go through. Um, the, the storyline is very much you're experiencing the story rather than being engaged in, in it, if you know what I mean. Um, very similar yeah. to this and also Uncharted. Like those are very, um, very similar style games. So if you like those style games where you're, you're it's almost like you're interacting with a movie, um, that's very much this experience as well. All right. Yeah. Uh, so it's, yeah, but it's 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 more of a, 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 a that's a, that's one of the description of things I don't necessarily like when people say it's it's like a movie because it's like well you're not really playing it. That's one of the things I saw with Last of Us Two was it's a interactive movie. It's not necessarily a video game. Yeah, well, look, I, I think the, within the cutscenes, absolutely for this game, like it's very much a, a you're watching a movie and you're experiencing something. But there are so many other choices and options within the open world that you can just go and select different things. You could just roam around killing bandits and like you know going into duels and all sorts of stuff. And there are there is so much that you can choose to experience, and you choose the order in which you go to it. So that's that's the really cool part to it. So it takes away like. Uh, the last of us was very much a you start here you finish here there is a set storyline that you follow through um this is more freedom and open world than that game yeah all right well there we go yeah so there we go so that's um it's been a it's been an awesome couple of weeks playing that game i'm i would strongly recommend it to anyone who uh, is remotely interested in um in that kind of game it's uh, it is definitely worth your while um, as opposed to Skater XL, which you should definitely avoid at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been chalk and cheese for me. I've had a really weird fortnight of games. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, last week, of course, we talked everything Xbox and we didn't really talk about what we're playing. Mm. Um, so, yeah, well, there we go. Absolutely. But that's it. That's it for this week. We've uh, we've had a lot of fun playing games and talking about them. We'll be back next week to talk more games because there's always something cool and new coming out. And even in Victoria, where we're in isolation, we're not going to miss out on releases, unlike Tenet. Oh, yeah. That sucks. <laughs> Thank God I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a gamer as well as a movie, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you said it buddy <laughs> eventually um yes no look uh, i'm just it's i'm gonna cry next time we talk about that uh, but yes we uh, there's lots of games coming out i'm excited i'm very excited for some of the upcoming sports games that are that are coming through so uh stay tuned we're going to be talking about more games next week because there's always new stuff to talk about <laughs> Oh, we had the Avengers War Table as well this morning. Oh, yes. I assume everyone's seen it as well. Yes. Yeah, it, it looks fucking rad, and they unveiled Hawkeye as a character. <laughs> yeah, he looks he looks rad, dude. His, his trailer thing looks awesome. 
Sure. I mean, I left it out of the news because I wasn't excited about it, but I'm glad that you are. <laughs> so if you're interested in Hawkeye, uh, he will be coming back very shortly. Um, yes, we'll be back next week to talk about more games. Until that time, I've been Fuzzy Dan reminding you that if you're not enjoying a game, if it's if it's too difficult for you and you're just having a really bad time with it, you got to get good. And this is Judy reminding you, thank God I'm a gamer as, as well as a movie bitch. <laughs> awesome.